Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences, whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets. Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe. Ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Elio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And where in the world oh, is we have Joran? Yes, let's play it. Joran sent us a song. Yes. That's very good. We love your song. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's Thank incredible. you so much, Jordan. 
If you guys have any other Where in the World or Maria songs, please send them in. We would love we would love to hear them for our Where in the World is Maria segment. Yeah, it's like a it's like a where we are the world. We're raising awareness for where awareness Maria is. For Maria. <laughs> um Melissa, do we have any patrons for today? Yes, we have Katrina and Nicole. Welcome and to Brittany. the team. And Brittany, last but not least, welcome to the team, guys. We are so excited to have you. And Melissa, I'm going to share a doc with you later today of some Patreon ideas that I have. Oh, yeah, we got to get on. Coming up. We got to we got to do yeah. some bonus episodes because someone yeah, emailed was like, hey, episodes. where are your bonus episodes? And I was like, ah. Yeah, interesting, interesting question. Uh, but uh, I, ha- I have some ideas happening. You guys are going to be so excited and they will start to be uh, churned out. I'm actually going on vacation for three days this week. To what? Done. Yeah, I'm going to go to Ojai and just bang Ooh, shit out. That's, that's yeah. a nice vacation. Yeah, I have the dogs are going uh, to daycare. No dogs, Ooh. no problems, and it's just going to be me in boss dog mode. That's nice. Um, <laughs> okay, our main episode for today, I'm. it's a crazy episode, and it has to do with Discord. So Ooh, I thought we have... Discord. Yes. We know we have, bang, 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 we have three new channels on the Discord. We have oh a God, plants really? channel. Oh. We have a burbs channel. It's for all the oh, birds. Oh, that's necessary. That's necessary. And then we have a dull channel, a DLE, for everyone to post their Wordle, Quartle, Hurdle scores, your Octordles, your your Mathlers. No. Well, I hate it. If I'm no. in there. I've posted some of my scores. People are into it. I well, I think as I should be, but I'm against it because You're I tried to do because <laughs> I tried to do Wordle once and I couldn't do it, and then I gave up, and I was just like, this is not for me, but. Congrats to all the people who yeah. can wordle and quirtle and myrtle and whatever it is that you myrtle. do. Myrtle. Uh, Miss <laughs> Myrtle. This is an episode essentially about Discord and how Discord solved a crime. Ooh. In, yes, in July. So you guys need to step up your game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in July 2019, members of an online gaming community called Perfect World game received discord messages from a member claiming that he had killed several of his relatives and was going to continue his spree oh god now discord chair detectives had to solve the murder in real time and try to stop this guy his name was minaz before he murdered his entire family oh god now let's get into it. This is crazy because this is something I feel like I would have heard of. Exactly. And it happened recently in 2019. This is You know what I always think of? I'm like, there's something crazy happening right now that's going to be a documentary in two years. (laughs) Like, what's happening? What crazy cult is happening today that's going to be a true crime documentary? Where in the world is Maria? Maria? (laughs) Where in the world is Maria? (laughs) We already know. So this perfect world game, I'd never heard of it. This is 
from, I mean, I had to Wikipedia. It's a 3D adventure and fantasy game with traditional Chinese settings. Players can take on various roles depending on choice of race and choice of class within that race. And it's like an online computer. Yeah, it's like online Sims battle thing. I think you could choose to be an elf or a whatever i don't <laughs> an elf or whatever <laughs> elf or whatever you can fly you can fight who knows that type of thing and it's a it's a i think it's a small but tight community yeah like and the web crawlers the, like the much like the web crawlers and the people in this community a lot of people who play are so- software engineers and product developers and things like that so they created actually a hack called perfect world void which is a a game override and it allows for player to player combat without any rules so i guess the players essentially created an override where they could play the program the game with no rules Bunch of nerds. Yes, narcs. It was (laughs) created by a player named Maroon. And these players are from all around the world. It's international, which is part of what's interesting about solving this crime in this community. People would fight in Perfect World Void game. It was a really toxic environment. If Perfect World was the fun game, Perfect World Void was the trolling version of the game. Oh, okay. So that's where people would go to play and talk shit and make fun of each other and things like that. Bunch of trolls. Trolls, yes. The Discord members were from all around the world, and the Discord community was almost more popular than the game itself. So people would be playing the game, but then people would be super active on the Discord. Oh, yeah. Discord is like originally for gamers. Yes, that's how it started as a gaming, a gaming community. So they would play the game. We sound like boomers, like the Discord was originally created for the gaming community. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) Um. what is a discord (laughs) so they would go on the discord and chat there all day and make friendships and you know trade pictures of each other and just much like the web crawlers discord exactly so everything that's going on the web crawlers discord they had and they also had secret sub chats that only some people were invited to which we don't have but for example when we do birthday stuff you know, if you're making me a birthday video or oh, yeah, you're doing a birthday hide, video, hide it from you, can, you. you can hide it. So they had those things, which is important to remember going oh, forward. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so the head troll, the HTIC, the head troll in charge was this guy named Manaz Zaman. He was 23 years old. He was known as just this malignant narcissist, an online troll Was his online persona different from who he was in real life? Who knows? But it's interesting to think about, is our online persona actually our truest self? I feel like yours is. Yeah, I think I think it potentially probably is. I feel like like if I, I, I'll scroll Instagram and I'll see a picture and even before... I see like your name. If it's like a meme or something, I'm like, oh, that's an Allie post. That's Allie. That's Allie. It's it's a way to kind of, you can definitely brand yourself yeah, yeah, online. Yeah. And Manaz's brand was being an asshole troll. Cool. <laughs> he wanted to be the class clown and really incite 
people. He would post a lot of racist comments. Oh, boy. He said, he's, yeah, he said, for example, Islam is a cancer to the world. Oh, boy. Yeah, he was previously Muslim, but later he had converted to atheism. I don't even know if you convert to atheism. He had chosen right. to be atheist. He'd frequently been flagged by moderators for attacks and harassments of other players. How was he not just banned from... Well, that's a good question. Since he had friendships with other people oh, in the group okay. and with the moderators, he would always private message them and be like, hey, I want to play the game again. I'm sorry, dude, for what I said. I was oh, just kidding. I'm just kidding. And then they, yeah, and then they'd let him back on. Oh, okay. So since it was such a tight Discord community, if people would act out, they were never really truly banned. It was just kind of a... They're cool like, oh, it's just Minaz being Minaz. Minaz being Minaz. Like, hey, cool off for a second, and then you can come back later. He had immigrant parents. Uh, I won't say where, where they lived now because I will give away something towards the end. Um, but he felt a lot of pressure uh, as kind of a first generation to succeed and mm. things like that. The police said later that he is an injustice collector. And what is that? I'd never heard that term before. So according to Psychology Today, an injustice collector is someone who sees injustices in many, if not most things that happen to them in life. So basically, oh. they're like just totally in victim mode all the time. Oh, okay, okay. Injustice collectors can misperceive the smallest slights and turn them into major events, and they can accumulate these injustices for years. Their response to these injustices, real or perceived, can be extremely disproportionate to the original grievance. The distinction among some injustice collectors, those who decide to act out violently, is that their reaction to the real or perceived injustices is completely disproportionate to what really happened to them. Mm. This tendency of extreme overreaction can often be seen in their history in prior interactions with others over insignificant issues. Okay. So going into this, it's important to remember that Minaz felt extreme pressure from his immigrant parents to succeed. Right. And so that is a perceived grievance. So if he doesn't live up to those expectations, he feels a lot of shame and guilt and things like that. And he had been a troll in these chat rooms and so he had had a lot of disputes over insignificant issues or had tried to incite disputes so this was kind mm, of his okay. mentality um red flags red flag that i think you you see in a lot of gamer troll culture oh yes like this is Gamergate. Shit. yeah yeah gamergate so a discord to remember it happened on july 2017 20 Nope. July 17th, 2019. <laughs> Minaz sends out of nowhere a picture of a dead body with the caption, this is my mom. What? So it's a woman on the floor. Her neck is slit. There's blood everywhere. She's obviously dead. Sends that to the Discord. Imagine in our Discord, someone sending that. I would I would just think it was a troll who got a picture exactly. from Google Images. Yeah, exactly. 
So everyone thinks it's a prank. People are like, is this a prank? This is a horrible yeah. joke. This isn't funny, Minaz. What are you doing? Minaz is insisting it's not a, a prank. John, who's a guy in the Discord, goes to another Discord server where apparently Minaz isn't invited. Oh, no. And <laughs> it's a Minaz-free Discord chat and tells everyone what Minaz has done. Nicole, who's another girl in the chat, she's a criminal justice student, sees tons and tons of Discord notifications on her phone. At this point, she'd been sleeping or something because everyone's in different time zones. It's oh, international. Right. right. Um, so some people are sleeping. Some people, are, it's the middle of the day. Some people are just waking up. She opens her Discord, sees all these notifications from the one chat of being like, did you see what Minaz has done? What has Minaz posted? Minaz is crazy. What is he up to now? Someone needs to ban Minaz again. She doesn't know what's up. So she goes to the other chat and then sees the picture oh, that Minaz God. has posted and of his dead mom. She has a criminal justice background. So her immediate instinct, having seen the photo, is that it's real. Oh, In school, God. she's seen tons of photos of murdered bodies this is what she studies to do professionally so she realized that the amount of blood shown the wound etc it's all kind of evidence of a real killing then minaz posts a photo of his slain grandmother oh god and says this is my granny and people think you know, he would have stopped at one photo if it was just a joke. Right. If you're going to troll, why post yeah. you? <laughs> just post. I, I don't know. Exactly. I and he keeps going and going and going and going, going. This is via Vice. A guy in the chat is like, in the last months, his humor became extremely dark over time. He talked about suicide a lot, to me at least. He all made it seem like a dark, dark joke. When he started saying he would kill his family, I think most people like me just thought, of it as another weird dark joke even when he attached a date to when he would do the gruesome act i just thought he wanted to make it even darker and then troll everyone on the date that he said so i'll go back to in a minute he had been kind of leaving breadcrumbs for a while that he was going to do something like this but since he was such a troll no one believed yeah why would you believe him yeah So just like you said, at first, everyone thinks the pictures are probably gore pictures from the Internet or Google. Our generation is so used to violence and desensitized to violence in What was that? Faces of death? What's that? Those videos that are just like people dying in horrific ways. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that. But yeah, that's a thing. I mean, we grew up seeing beheadings on the news. Yeah. So it's not it's not something that's new for us to see those kinds of photos and with the dark web like people sickos search those things now for fun nicole does a reverse image search on google of the photo and nothing comes up oh and she's like "Uh uh-oh that's what i would so then (laughs) i know that's because you are a literal Uh detective (laughs) then she goes to 4chan random board which i'd never heard of before but apparently it's a board where people just post crazy shocking things oh and she does a reverse image search there tries to track the image and there's nothing there oh god i guess this 4chan random board people just post pictures of dead bodies and things oh my god i don't i don't go on 4chan i don't know what's on there well yeah i don't think we we both don't go on 4chan i'm on 4chan yeah yeah yeah, it's it's your desktop trolling 
So then Nicole goes on something called Yandex. Have you heard Yandex. of this? I've never heard no. of Yandex. <laughs> it's a Rus- a Russian search engine like Google. Oh. So on Yandex, you can reverse image search pixel by pixel. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. So, which I don't understand why they don't talk about this on Catfish. Like, I should send an email to Neve. I don't, I don't even Yo, think they Neve, know about Yo, Neve, get into this. Yandex. Yo, Neve, have you heard of Yandex? <laughs> Your show would you, be ruined. <laughs> seriously. So you can zoom into a face oh, or cool. a weapon or even a part of a house and see if just that exists anywhere oh, on the internet. that's scary. I know. It terrifying. Or even just go in the background and like an art, a piece of art or something. Oh, to like so find out can, where people are in photos. Yeah, you can track. Yeah, or, you know, the the background. It, let's say there's oh, a school cool. in my background. You can, oh, well, now I'm afraid that people are going to, I have to like go through my whole Instagram <laughs> they're gonna, now. They're going to track your bird feeder in your backyard. Yeah, my bird feeder and <laughs> see what kind of birds are indigenous to my backyard. But you can, tr- you can essentially really oh. track things through that. So she looks on Yandex. She cannot find anything. Oh, and boy. so Nicole is realizing these are original photos taken in Minaz's living room. Oh God. Of his slain family members. These, these are real. And if he's already killed two people, what is he planning on doing next? And the discord knows that they need to do something. They don't know what they should do next. They want to call the police, but they don't know any information. They don't know where he lives Oh, and all they, know, they, they don't know where he lives because he's never no, said where he lives. Yeah, no, they don't know oh. anything. They only know his online screen name. They don't even know if that's his real name. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. What so do they you try do? to look on. Yeah, they try to look on Facebook. They try to Google things like that. They can't find anything. So Austin, who's an ad- admin, calls the local police. He lives in Texas and the cops don't take him seriously. They think he's making... Oh, what else is new? Yeah, so Austin calls and he says, hey, I play this video game. We're in a Discord together. And a guy in the Discord is sending pictures of his family saying that he just killed them. They're real pictures and we don't know what to do. And the cop says, do you know what time it is, sir? Like, I don't have time for your video game problems and hangs up. Oh, yeah. So everyone in Discord is like, fuck, what do we do? This guy is murdering his family. He's saying he's going to murder more people. We need to stop this and we don't have any information and no one believes us. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out and read your review. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It has really... <laughs> I just want to say, maybe we should move to quality, not quantity. We have a six-part voicemail for this upcoming episode this week. Yes. 
you know, the problem, great. the problem. Yes. The problem is that sometimes they go in and out and we can't hear every, every minute of every voicemail. So we have to end up splicing it. Splicing. So, <laughs> splicing. That's the technical term for editing. Uh, so the new challenge, the new live with Maria challenge is, is quality, not quantity. I mean, Whoever most of the leaves, voicemails are great. We love all the voicemails. Yes. Oh my God. Rarely yes, a yes, dud. Yes. Rarely. No, there's ne- never, never a, a dud. dud. Never a dud. Uh, milk duds. I can't. Milk I'm duds. excited for the six part voicemail though. I can't wait to oh, hear it. Oh, me too. I can't. I, we haven't listened to it yet. No. So we're, we're pretty excited. Okay. I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress no glue press on manis and impress press on falsies lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience Every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Back to our main program. So this man, Junior, is Minaz's best friend in the game. They were both trolls together. John who's an admin, invites Junior to the private chat to see if he has any more information on Minaz. Maybe John knows where right. Minaz lives. John's in Costa Rica. Junior doesn't know where Minaz lives. John tells Junior to contact Minaz. Right. To talk to him and see what's going on. Because at this point, Minaz has gone MIA. So John contacts Minaz on Discord. Junior contacts Minaz on Discord. Sorry, there's too many cooks. And says, hey, 
Minaz, everyone's messaging me about you. You can trust me. What's going on? I'm worried. Minaz doesn't respond. And finally, Minaz says, this may upset you, but I did it. I killed two of my four family members. I murdered my granny and my mom, and I'm shaking. And I'm about to kill my dad and my sister. Oh, God. So now everyone realizes that they're witnessing murders in real time. Oh, how? what do you do? That's crazy. When you don't, someone's posting pictures. You don't know who they are, where they live. They're just murdering. The and cops don't take you seriously. Someone else's life is in your hands, oh essentially. God. And you're witnessing the picture. You're seeing all oh the gory God. details and you're talking to the murderer. And you don't even know if it's real or not. Exactly. So they feel absolutely helpless. They try to look for clues. They look through all the Discord chats, wondering, has he said anything before about where he lives or his hobbies or where he works? He's apparently said a few things that make them think he maybe lives in a Spanish-speaking country, but they don't know. Mm. Also, he jokes around so much that they don't know what's real and what's fake. They realize that in order to involve the cops, they need more actual information. They track down his IP address because the admin has access to that. But the IP address just leads to a service provider and not his actual location. So it's like AT&T. Right. And it's like, that doesn't help. Maybe he works at AT (laughs) AT&T. Exactly. He lives at AT AT&T. He lives at AT AT&T. And while they're doing this, they're like, any minute, Manaz is going to murder the rest of his family. Oh, my God. So finally, they log, they try to find the IP again, and they find out that Manaz is in Toronto. Oh. Yeah, that the, the... Service provider is located. The tower that he's using is in Toronto. So, but again, Toronto has 6 million people in it. And then also in my... You you can handle it. Yeah, but also in my head, I'm wondering, could it be a VPN? That's how I watch British shows. I say I'm in England. Exactly. Well, I mean, I made the mistake of not using a VPN when I got really into pirating movies uh, for like a did week you get, in quarantine. Did you get a notice? No, I didn't get a notice, but I got a bunch of malware. <laughs> so nice. then then Minaz enters the chat again. Uh-oh. And he says, my sister will be home in five minutes. Oh, God. And then he starts playing the game again. He actually logs into the physical <laughs> game like as a, like a little elf and he starts running around and playing the game. And oh everyone is God. like, oh my God, he's not only in the Discord, but this guy just killed two members of his family, said he's going to kill two more, and now he's just bopping around fantasy perfect world land. See, that's why shooting I think elf arrows. I'm like, well, then it has to be fake. Exactly. Everyone's so confused. They don't yeah. know what to do. But they realize since he's playing in real time on the game that they can find where he's physically logged on right now, his actual IP down to an address. Oh, damn. So they find a physical IP and they find an actual street in Toronto, this place, Bloor Street. Oh, I've been on Bloor Street. It's a popular popular street in Toronto. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so, okay, suspect number uh, one. I mean, no, I've never. Uh, Where were that? you in July of 2019? Um, so, oh. <laughs> two now they're they are setting alarms on their phone because there's two minutes until his sister comes home. Oh God! They use Google Street View. They see Bloor Street where the address is it's a giant residential building they're like we got to find the number for this building and call the landlord or something and say hey this tenant in the building is killing his family let's figure this out then minaz in the chat says brb and logs out brb gotta go murder my family exactly and everyone is they're floored they don't know what to do god then minaz FaceTimes, or I guess FaceTimes is the wrong thing because then they would have his phone number. Can you video chat on Discord? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so you it's can. all through Discord then. So he video chats Austin, who's one of the admins. And Minaz has no emotions. He has a straight face. He's talking robotically. And he shows him the knife <gasps> that he used. Minaz has blood all over his hands. Oh, fuck. And then he turns the camera around and shows him the bodies <gasps> of his family and his sister. So he's oh, killed his sister. fuck. Yeah. Then he asks Austin, do you want me to get closer to the bodies so you can see them better? No. And Austin's like, no, bro. Then Minaj shows Austin a crowbar and says, I'm going to wait by the door for my dad to get home from work and then hit him in the head with a crowbar. Oh, my God. While, and he's, Austin, on the, while he's talking to this dude. While he's video chatting with this guy. And Austin's like, please don't do that. Like, and they've been playing this game with Minaj for five years. And oh now all of a sudden, God. this person they thought was annoying, but their friend is killing his family and letting them know. Holy shit. Yeah, so Austin's like, please don't do this, dude. Don't do this. You don't have to do this. Um, And then Minaz hangs up. So they realize they need to call the Canadian police now that they know he's in Canada. They try to find someone in the Discord who lives in Canada or Toronto to call the police. And there's a player named Dante who lives in Minnesota. And they're like, Minnesota's close enough. It's basically Canada. (laughs) It's basically Canada. So Dante calls the local police. The local police connect him with the Toronto police. And the Toronto police take it way more seriously, even though they don't have that much more information. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah. So nice. Canadians, they're so nice. I know. There's a 911 call and the Toronto police is like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I am so (laughs) sorry. sorry. We're going to get to the bottom of this case about any time now. Um, (laughs) They're just so much more kind than the American police just hanging up. Toronto police contact Discord and they say we need this guy's IP address immediately and his contact information. Wow. Which I'm like, you already have the IP address. But they don't have the IP of his actual, I guess, computer or physical location or something. Discords just sends a generic email back. (laughs) Thank you for your inquiry. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. And this is a documentary, by the way, right now on on, uh, Peacock, um, if you want to watch it. And I'm like, why aren't the police calling Discord? Doesn't Discord have a number? But then it makes me feel good that 
police are just as probably frustrated by customer service than we are. <laughs> yeah. like, does, Discord probably has no phone number, no, no way of reaching no, no, anyone. No, no, no. They're on hold forever. So Discord is just not getting back to the police. And they don't save the dad in time. Oh, no. And at this point, Minaz is still active in the Discord while the the police is just waiting for Discord to get back to them. So then Minaz posts a picture of his entire family alive to the Discord at a birthday party and says, I'm teary going through pictures now. We really loved each other. I'm so pathetic. And everyone in the Discord. I just love that there's the group discord with minaz and then there's a side chat of people being like what, what the, the fuck, fuck are we- is going <laughs> on there's like this side chat where you're talking shit about one of your friends no, those are the best those are I mean, like the best. rachel is psychotic she needs to dump her boyfriend <laughs> like there's the like that about minaz doing hey yeah. rachel i don't think that's a great idea yeah it's like uh minaz needs to stop killing his family <laughs> this fucking psycho hey minaz like cool it down a little bit <laughs> hey Everyone's super confused. Hours go by. Discord still hasn't gotten back. The police contact them with another email. Finally, they email back with like a PDF attachment of all of his information. And again, it just goes to his service provider. So then right. Tor- uh, the Toronto police emails the service provider. Again, why is no one calling anyone? I got oh, so frustrated God. watching the documentary. And they uh, asked for an emergency request for all of Minaz's information. They finally get it, and they find his physical address. He lives in a community called Markham in Toronto, and the police are dispatched to the area. And they go to the door. He answers, and the police are like, is your family here? And he says, you'll see. You'll see. And so the police go in, find the entire family dead. The autopsies showed that Minaz had hit each of his family members in the head, likely with a crowbar, and then slit all of their throats. Oh, my God. Yeah, over the course of two days. Likely he had done the oh his mom and his grandmother God. in the night, and then his dad and his sister the next day. So why did he do it? Minaz says that in his second semester of school, he was studying engineering. He got depressed. He decided to become an atheist from being Muslim. And that's when he made the plan to kill his entire family. He had dropped out of engineering school, but did not want to tell his immigrant parents who really thought school was important, wanted him to be successful. And he would just go to the mall and the gym four to five days a week during the day and pretend to be at school. But he could only prolong that for so long because a graduation had to be coming up. So he had to his decision was to kill his entire family before he had to tell them that he actually wasn't in school. He says, I did this because I didn't want my parents to feel the shame of having a son like me. They can't be ashamed if they're not around. Oh, it's like men will literally kill their entire family instead of going to therapy. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, he was convinced that he was doing a good choice and that he was doing his family a favor that his family would rather oh, would rather be dead than live in shame. That's so sad. Yeah. So he was faced with four charges of first degree murder. And the discord after they call the police, they don't know what's going on anymore. Cause then, oh, right. Cause it just, yeah. Cause Minaz logs off and then they're like, uh, 
what happened. I don't I don't know what happens anymore. Oh, they don't find out until it gets in the news. Oh, yeah, because they don't so know they have, who yeah, he is. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, they don't know who he is. They can't. He's not there anymore. They can't contact him. There's no updates anymore. Was his real name Manaz? Yeah, that was his real name, oh. <laughs> Nikki Manaz. Um, so he was faced with four charges of first degree murder, and they had so much physical and circumstantial evidence right. that it was just like, yeah. bye, dude. He pleads guilty to three counts of first degree murder and one count of second degree murder, saying he was not expecting to kill his mother. That yeah. that was a crime of passion and. I mean, well, what a stupid. Yeah. Um, but as I said before, he had been planting these ideas in the chat. In 2015, Minaz told Alex in the Discord, bro, I'll tell you a secret. I'm going to kill my entire family next April. That was or in April. Three years before he actually killed them? Yes. That was wow. when he, I guess, dropped out of school. Oh, so okay. He had been planning this for a while, so it's bullshit that that was. So uh, he had been pretending grade. to go to college for like years. For years. For oh years. God. Yeah. He was sentenced to life in prison with no parole eligibility until after forty years. So after forty years, he's eligible for parole, which is crazy. So he'll be like in his sixties. Yeah, which is like. You're that, still an adult. Like you have seems, plenty of life left to live. That seems. Yeah, everyone in the Discord. How do you get out of prison? You kill four people. You shouldn't get out of prison ever. Exactly. Everyone in the Discord, in the documentary, is like, uh, "Why isn't he? Why didn't he get the death penalty or life in prison forever and ever and ever? That's insane. You can't slaughter your family and then yeah. be bopping around for the other half of your life." And he's he's quoted as saying, if I had a time machine, I would never even touch a video game, which I don't know uh, how video games. I mean, I, I, video games, the violence of a video game didn't seem to play any. Yeah, that's not that doesn't yeah, this, feel like this is just his, this seems related to his personality. Exactly. Yeah. So that's his story. There's other cases wow. of discord and online communities solving cases like this most notably one of our favorite documentaries don't fuck with cats oh god that documentary Which is, was cra- that happened in toronto as well wasn't it wasn't that dude in toronto luca Ma- magnata or whatever yeah C- canada yeah oh what's what's in the water <laughs> what's in the water in toronto my god where's martin from ottawa Okay, thank God. Okay. <laughs> He's lived in Toronto for a while. Watch out. Watch out. Uh, don't fuck with cats. It's uh, difficult to watch, but the series, yeah. it chronicles an amateur investigation, an online investigation. This guy, this pornographic actor, Luca Magnata, filmed horrible animal cruelty, posted it online eventually yeah. murdered someone and that is crazy it was horrible they solved it it's a it's a documentary on netflix from 2019 also um if you want to watch that but yeah anyways discord web crawlers discord it's time for you guys to <laughs> to choose something unsolved and and figure it out hopefully none of you guys do anything don't murder anyone yeah none of you do anything but uh we should choose something unsolved and then try to discord solve it oh yeah but another another crazy case and only have to think about you know what's going on right now that's going to be a case 
pandemic. Yeah, because this was twenty that was three years ago. Yeah. Oh God. Pre that's right before crazy. COVID. So those three years don't even count that this just happened. Oh, that's crazy. Anyways, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And if you guys uh, have solved any murders, know of any unsolved cases, or have had any crazy experiences gaming or on Discord, Melissa, yeah. where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspot at gmail.com. All right. Bye, folks. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.